From the wheat fields of the Thumb to the cherry trees on the Third Coast, Michigan grows more than 300 different foods and products that we all enjoy every day. We're on a mission to find every local restaurant, manufacturer, and food company sourcing their ingredients right here in the mitten. And in the process, bridge the gap between the farm and your fork. We want to introduce you to all things Michigan agriculture and food. This is Michigan AF. The holidays are here, which means it's time to make some hot cocoa, turn on your favorite Hallmark Christmas movie, and decorate your Christmas tree. Michigan ranks third in the nation for the production of live Christmas trees, supplying around 1.0 million trees to the national market every year. Christmas tree farmers are patient because it takes as long as 15 years to harvest a tree. Today, I am joined by Lisa Schmansky from Creekside Christmas Tree Farm in Port Austin to chat about what she's learned about the Christmas tree farming. Thank you so much for joining us, Lisa. I am so happy to be here. So to begin, why don't you tell us a little bit about your family's farm? Um, my husband, Frank, and I, we farm about uh, just a little over a thousand acres up in the tip of Michigan's thumb in Port Austin. We grow wheat, so um, dry beans, and corn, and soy. And um, it's a third-generation farm. And yeah, it keeps us busy. <laughs> I'm sure that it does. But even though you are uh, so busy with, with your crop farm, you decided uh, a couple of months ago, right, that you wanted to start this Christmas tree farm. What made you decide you wanted to do that? So after last year's Christmas season, um, I, I, I love Christmas, first of all. And what I really love is families and family time and family activities. Uh, what a better way to celebrate families and activities than to have them come to my Christmas tree farm. It's a tradition that my kids and um, husband and I do every year is go to the Christmas tree farm, find that Christmas tree, cut it down. We always take cut cocoa with us and you know, it's just a great family memory. And I think um, it's really important that families in our area have a place to go that they can, they can spend that time together. So I convinced my husband that it was a great idea and spent a lot of time doing research on um, what type of soils Christmas tree grow, grow in, where best suited in our farm operation and on what land we could use. Um, and then finding trees that we could plant, uh, Christmas trees happen to be in short supply this year. And so we are now opening up our tree farm for this Christmas season, but using this time to learn and, and get everything, get all our ducks in a row so that we can, we can open up full force next season. Wow. So you'll have Christmas trees that will be ready to sell next year. We are going to open up a tree lot. So our Christmas tree farm is about just a little over six and a half acres. Uh, we planted our first 800 trees this spring. And then we have it planned out so that we can plant about six to 700 trees every year for the next seven years. 
And from there, it takes about six to seven, depending on the weather and how it grows, just like everything else in agriculture could be a little bit longer before we'll have trees to harvest. So we are going to um, cooperate with another farm and bring in pre-cut trees and have a tree lot to get started. That's really great. So so for the next couple of years, it will be kind of a, a pre-cut situation. And then after that, in the seven years, when you will have trees that you'll be able to harvest, will customers be able to cut down their own tree or will they still be pre-cut? They'll be able to cut down their own tree. That's one of the things we really wanted people to be able to do. Um, so they'll get to come to the farm and take their sleigh out and their little bow saw and wander around and find the perfect tree to take home. That's great. Well, and you kind of you kind of touched on my next question a little bit. So a lot of Christmas tree farms have become agritourism destinations. Do you have any activities that you're planning to have for families to do on the farm? I am really excited about the activities that we have planned. Um, we put up our first shed while we're still working on it. Um, so we can have a place for people to bring their trees inside out of the wind and do and shake them and bale them and um, get them ready to take home. We'll also have, uh, my kids have goats and bunnies and stuff like that around home. So we'll move those over to the tree farm during the Christmas season so other people can, can pat them and say hi. Um, we also will have lots of home decor. I purchased a, what I'm calling my store. Actually, my daughter calls it the Sugar Plum Shack. Uh, she's claimed it as the Sugar Plum Shack. Um, and that will have hot cocoa and cider and maybe donuts. And then all the home decor. Uh, we'll have our fresh wreaths, our porch pots. And then we're also, next summer before we open, we'd like to put up our grain bin gazebo and put some fire pits in there so people can have a place to warm up and sip their cocoa and maybe roast some marshmallows and things like that. Um, and then we'll have a few selfie stations, some photo ops and uh, a few other things I'm going to keep under wraps until we open up next year. That's awesome. So it sounds like it's going to definitely be a destination to come and get your tree and just kind of have that great Christmas experience. That's so fun. Thank you. I hope so. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about some of the challenges that you've already encountered in starting a farm like this. The biggest challenge is deciding what fields are appropriate um, for the different kinds of trees that you want to plant. Uh, turns out, as we were learning, that our corn likes a higher pH and trees really like a lower pH, especially the fir trees. So um, going through our soil samples of our different farm fields and the different locations, um, I knew I wanted it on a paved road because sometimes up here in the wintertime, getting down a dirt road can be a little bit challenging. Um, so the location was really the biggest challenge in making sure we had the right soil types and things like that. I was very fortunate. Michigan State University, the extension there has a great Christmas tree resources as well as um, the Michigan Christmas Tree Association. So I was able to work with someone who could help me look through my soil profiles and find the best spots to plant our trees. That's so great. I love that. That's one of the things that I love so much about Michigan agriculture is that being as diverse as it is, you can still find an expert on, you know, pretty much any, any commodity or any crop that you're growing. So that's wonderful. 
Absolutely. And I found that Christmas tree growers are the friendliest farmers there are. You know, I have gotten multiple invitations when they find out that you're, you know, starting a new farm to, well, come on over, see how we do it. Um, this is the way we do it. It might not work for you, but this is how we, you know, even down to this is my supplier, give them a call, see if they have more, which is really, um, really been a big blessing for somebody getting started out. That is so wonderful. I am so I love to hear when when other, you know, people in the same industry are cheering each other on. And that's just so great. And it does not surprise me at all to hear that about other Michigan farmers in general. So tell us where can our listeners we know you're not going to have Christmas trees until next year until 2022. So we all look forward to that. But in the meantime, where can they learn more about uh, Creekside Christmas Tree Farm and watch your progress as you develop? Currently right now, we're just using Facebook just to kind of keep people updated. And so that's Creekside Christmas Trees. Um, And we like to post pictures and show people kind of what we're up to and, and the different things that we're learning along the way as well. That's great. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for taking time to share with us about your Christmas tree farm. I am really excited for you and your new venture. And I hope that we can check back with you in a year or a couple years to see how it's going. Thank you very much. I really appreciate the opportunity. Maybe we'll see you next year. That sounds great. So no matter if you're buying a real live Christmas tree this holiday season or baking holiday goodies, there are so many ways that you can support Michigan farmers. In this season of giving and gratitude, please make sure that you thank thank the farmers who work hard to provide for us all year round. As always, you can learn more about Michigan agriculture and our farmers at michigangrown.org. Happy holidays and join us next week for more things that are Michigan AF. The Michigan AF Podcast is a project of the Michigan Ag Council and the Michigan Grown, Michigan Great campaign. We are a coalition of farmers and agribusinesses committed to providing the best possible foods and products for our neighbors, communities, and the state we all love. To hear more podcasts and to learn about Michigan's agriculture diverse sector, visit michigangrown.org.